What's up, buds? What's up? BJ, Oon, Daryl bring to you Buds Watch Wrestling. I'm BJ. And I'm Daryl, and this week we watched wrestling. Yeah, some of it. I watched some. I watched most of it this week. I didn't. It was surprisingly okay. I watched 205 and NXT. I watched 205, I watched NXT, I watched NXT UK, I watched SmackDown, and I watched an hour of Raw. 205 was good. Yeah, 205 was really good. It was the most exciting hour of TV this week that I watched. Yeah, NXT was good. UK was really good. Yeah, I really enjoyed the opening, uh, I'll just fucking jump in. WWE talk we're at it. The yeah. opening promos uh, on NXT between the Undisputed Era and yeah. them and then with Velikine and Matt mm-hmm. Riddle coming out. And um, yeah, I just yeah. I enjoyed all six of them. Seven, sorry, seven, seven. of them. Yeah. four guys in the Undisputed Era. <laughs> right. And uh, it was just the other day that they were standing there doing their, you know, or E, E, U-E U-E thing. thing. Yeah. And uh just was like, huh, Undisputed Era. I get it now, and they've Jesus. been doing that the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. I, I did, See, now I'm putting her over yeah. on the podcast. It did take me a little while to realize it. Yeah, they've been doing it for a minute before, yeah, before but, I realized it, too. But not this long. Right. So, because they've been, what, together two, three years now? Mm-hmm. I don't even know. It's been forever. Yeah. Yeah. Two, maybe three. Yeah. Somewhere between two and three? I'm thinking. Yeah. Seems appropriate. Because they've been in both War Games matches. Yes. And we're, this year will be the third one. So that's at least two years there. Right. And they right. were there, and they were there before. I think the Mania before that. So two years this Mania. Yeah, he showed up and needed somebody in the face of the takeover, but yeah. I don't remember who it was. Right. Because that was the one we were at, right? I don't either. Not right now. I was drunk. Um, but anyway. Um, but yeah. Well, I was thinking about something else, and now I've lost that and Sorry. the new thing. That's fine. Shit. Um, it happens. Oh, because the first... Um, sorry, the first War Games, Roddy wasn't even with him yet. Right. Because he was on the opposing team for that first War Games. Correct. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so they weren't full... I think they started doing it when they went to the four. Maybe. I don't really remember it before it was all four of them. Right. Um, but yeah, NXT was really good. Uh, Matt Riddle and that, yeah, that, he was my favorite in the whole Oh, yeah. Part, yeah. In this whole area. He was good. He was really funny. He just looked like he got high and wandered, wandered out on stage. I think that's what happened, actually. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Like, <laughs> like that's Bro. Matt Riddle for you. <laughs> Hey, bro, you got something shiny. Like I'm not wrestling. <laughs> Whoa, bro. Don't blame him. Um, Actually, the coolest thing for me was seeing, you could see the spot on the stage that was, like, marked off for being opened and not the mm-hmm. stage. Yeah. That he's going to go through in a couple of days. Yeah. Spoilers. Um, I think we talked about that last week, though. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, 205 was good. Got mm-hmm. announced that we will have the triple threat. Yes. That started off the show. That yeah, I know we'll get to it later, but I'm kind of pulling for Gulak in this one. Yeah. I don't know yet. I'd be okay with Tazawa as well, but... I don't want Tazawa again. His first run was not much to behold. And 
I like him more now than I did then. I'm more invested in him now than I was back yeah. then. And anybody's better than Tony Nese. My thing is, like, because I, I haven't watched for a while. And I've watched two weeks in a row now. And, like, I'm already more interested in the mid-card than the main than the main event. That's why I want Tony Nese out of the main event pitchers. Because yeah. I haven't cared as much. I haven't really cared about it at all. No. Since he beat Buddy Murphy for Since, a bag of mania. Yeah. Uh, I'm still glad that match was on the main show and not the pre-show. Me too. They deserve it, especially Buddy Murphy. But now they're not even using him. Like, give him that Cruiserweight right. title back if you're not going to fucking use him. Right. Um, yeah, but I, I was way more interested in the whole Mike Canellas, Drake Maverick thing going on. Yeah, that's one of my favorite storylines. And all that stuff. Like The Sings have been used pretty nice over the last handful of weeks as well. I know yeah. you're just getting into it, but yeah. they've been doing a lot more of the tag team stuff with them. And mm-hmm. I actually enjoy watching them wrestle. They're a good tag team. I just, yeah. I'm done with the Lucha House Party. Yeah, I'm over them too. Like, I just... I'm ready for them to break up and do their own things. Yeah. Maybe turn uh, Lince Dorado heel on the other two guys or something. Right. Fucking Lince Dorado. I just like him better, so... Yeah. Um, that was good. UK was good. You didn't watch it. I did not watch UK yet, no. Um, I've been watching it on Saturdays, so... Okay. Yeah, after, There's a, after we record. Yeah. There's a nice, um... Uh, promo. Okay. Explaining the whole Imper- or with Imperium and oh, stuff. Nice. That was really cool. Is it like a pre-tape, not no, in the ring live deal? Okay, even better. But it was just they each got their turn, a turn to talk, and I liked it. Um, That's cool. You don't hear those guys, especially like Alexander Wolf. You didn't hear him talk a whole lot in no, NXT. No, he was just like nuts. But um, is he still doing any of the craziness stuff? No, I not wish. really. He's. Kind I of wish he was more in line with them, but still a yeah. little. Because I that was like he does it so well yeah. is the thing like we like break dance or whatever the oh it's not break dancing whatever the fuck he <laughs> he's fucking doing yeah swinging his arms around like a maniac what like it just looks so good yeah um, he was doing a really bad impression of a wacky waving inflatable worm flailing tube man yeah or a Bailey buddy I mean yeah that's what they are um, the main event was really good too yeah I. Uh, it was the women's battle royal for the number one contender. I read about that, yeah. And I had that spoiled on accident. I didn't realize until you see them all in the ring how stacked the NXT UK's women's roster Yeah, dude, their women's roster's fucking dumb. I mean, just between Piper Niven, uh, Rhea Ripley, and... Um, uh, oh, what's her name? Why did I lose it? I don't know which one. Uh, the newer one. The other newer one. Kylie Ray. No, not Kylie Ray. Okay. Well, and Kylie Ray, but... Um, Plus Tony Storm's in that division, yeah, too. Yeah, and Tony Storm. And... And you still got Jenny. The one with, that's with Jenny. Um, the one that Edge and Beth Phoenix really like. Yeah. Jazzy. Yeah. Jazzy, Jazzy Galbert. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I couldn't think of her name. I don't either. Because, yeah, it's right there. Um there's but a yeah. lot of names in wrestling to remember, dude. I know. It's hard it's to keep track of some of these names. Well, that's just WWE. But, you add in New Japan and yeah. AEW right. and all the indie shit we watch right. and, and follow on Twitter and whatnot. Yeah, it's too much. It's um, not. But yeah, that that just showcased how much, how big their women's division is and who's all in there. Mm-hmm. And it was a fun match, too. 
Did you see who won? No, actually. I yeah. Once I realized it was spoilers, I quit reading on it. Oh, okay. So I did not see who won. I stopped before I got to the end of the match. Do you want to know who won? Sure, I don't care. Okay. It's uh, Kylie Ray won. Okay, nice. So we're going to get Kylie Ray versus Tony Storm. I think I watched them wrestle maybe in progress I feel for that like championship, it. and they had some like fun matches there, yeah. I think. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be fun. Yeah, that'll be sweet. I'm excited for the UK takeover. Yeah, me too. Me too. That'll be dope. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I mean, Raw and SmackDown, they were actually good this week. I watched some of it. Yeah, they continued they this were, whole Seth yeah, Rollins okay. with the chair deal going, and mm-hmm. that seemed kind of cool. Yeah, basically, uh, it, Baron Corbin can pick the referee at Stomping Grounds, mm-hmm. and Seth Rollins said, anyone that sides with Baron Corbin, I'm going to beat the shit out of you with a steel chair. And he did. And he did. Mm-hmm. Anyone that talked about it or, you know, thought about, was debating it, anything, he just showed up and beat him yeah, with a steel chair. Yeah, at one chair. point, EC3 comes <clears throat> out on the stage with a ref shirt on, mm-hmm. and Seth Rollins beat the shit out of him with a chair, out. and then the New Day come out and weaken it, burnings it with EC3. <laughs> yeah. Which was great. It sucked that it was EC3 that it happened to, but mm-hmm. the segment was really fucking good. <clears throat> yeah. It just sucks they're burying EC3, because... I liked him in NXT. I did too. I mean, um, I didn't know him from the TNA shit, but I liked him in I NXT. I watched some of his TNA shit. And they're just and was good. wasting so many fucking people. Yeah. Fucking I do like, like, this week felt like they're trying to get more people on TV finally. Um, we had a lot more people show up. Eric Young was on TV this week. Yeah. Um, I mean, but then will it be? Will it be two months before we see these people again? Is right. the problem. That's, yeah. If you could get, you know, you get a every two to three week format and you try to put fit everyone in over two to three weeks. Mm-hmm. You rotate them around. Yeah. And that gives guys breaks. It keeps their bodies right. healthier. Reduces the chance of injuries. Yeah. It gets you less criticism about how hard you're working the wrestlers and their injuries with you mm-hmm. not giving them fucking insurance even though yeah. they're not free to go work anywhere else. I did like that, uh, that Tony Khan was on... Stone Cold. It was Stone really Cats. good. That was really good. It was really good. But he talked about that. And they're only going to do 100 days a year. Right. And yeah. So it should be. Right? Because, yeah, they, uh, 100 days a year and everyone has a chance to be an actual employee. Mm-hmm. If you want that to be your 9 to 5, Monday through it Friday. It can be your 9 to 5, Monday through Friday. Right. Yep. And we'll do shows on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Like, it's dope. Yeah, that is cool. I like it. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good business model. Right. Because then you're getting your talent involved in the business side. Right. And giving them something to do when they're done. Exactly. And it's just... And learning skills. And, yeah. and it's a it's a ongoing circle because then they're there to teach the next group of guys coming in. Mm-hmm. And then those guys are there. I mean, WWE did a good job of building up talent like that, too. That's mm-hmm. why they've had so many old guys working backstage in the past training new wrestlers, be it Al Snow or... Uh, Dusty Rhodes or fucking right. you know Dean Malenko or Arn Anderson yeah, or all those fucking but Norman guys. Smiley I think still works down at the Performance like Center that. and a handful of other guys yeah. Matt yeah. Bloom right. fucking Shawn Michaels Shawn Michaels yeah Triple right. H is down there and then you hear stories about you know Just Edge going down up. and Christian showing up and mm-hmm. all giving like one off classes right. and yeah and then they get things like you know Champa showing up to. To get back in shape. I saw he's mm-hmm. working out again. I saw that yesterday. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking awesome. Right. Fuck Adam Cole. He's, you're right. 
That was the best part. Oh, that's awesome! I can't wait for Chopper to come back. Yeah, I our hero Woods. Yeah, fuck that guy. He's on his way back. Fuck that guy. We're all excited. Um, (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be sweet. It will be. I'm I'm curious to see. I mean, he he goes straight for whoever has the title at the time. Oh yeah, obviously. Oh yeah. Uh huh. He never lost it. Right. No, he didn't. No one beat him for it. I don't know who would have. Oh, Gargano. Do you think so? Yeah, I think Gargano would have won at the Mania. I'm wondering. I think that was the plan all along. I wondered. I wonder if they only did it, and that's why he lost it so quick back to Cole. Was mm-hmm. Or to Cole, I mean, was just because he was transitional because Ciampa got hurt. Right. But Mania did seem like, story-wise, it made sense to give it to Gargano there. Mm-hmm. To finally let him get that win over Ciampa. Yeah. It did. It's too bad that... I mean, it worked out for that, and it made the story full circle. And right. Um, I think uh, like that's the next time Gargano gets it. It's beaten, finally beating Ciampa for it since he didn't get the opportunity this time. I kind of hope so. Or he wins it again. Ciampa shows up all perfectly healed and turns on him right then and there and takes it back from him. Or maybe he can't take it. Or can't take it back from him. <clears throat> or they call him up to the main roster and don't do anything with him. That's a possibility, too. That is, too. That's true. They like doing that these days. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Anything else on the main? Um, yeah. Wrestle, wrestling shows? Yeah. Fucking Bray Wyatt. Yeah. And his, uh... Dude, that was, like, legit scary and creepy <laughs> like I got chills it was nuts yeah the fucking Firefly Funhouse made it seem like it's the last one yes it did see sure. it felt like the last one um <clears throat> so I think we get Bray either Sunday or Monday yeah we That's texted each later. other about that but yeah. yeah I agree I think we're gonna see him this weekend too or Tuesday we'll see who do you think like who's his first feud Honestly, Alistair Black. It kind of seems that way. It really does. I really hope it's not, but that's what it feels like. Because they both need to win. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that doesn't seem... Honestly, Kofi could be fun. Mm -hmm. Like, straight after the title and win it. Yeah. Because I think... I, I don't think... I mean, we'll get to it, but I don't think Kofi's losing this month. But I think he's losing sooner than later. SummerSlam at the latest. Yeah, I don't see him holding it past SummerSlam either. <laughs> no. Kofi's cooled off a bit. Yeah, but I, I've honestly really enjoyed his run. That's the <clears throat> He has been the only consistent through this shitty shit. Yeah. Well, In my opinion. Him and Bray. And Joe. And Joe. And that's about it. Joe's been fucking awesome. Joe's always fucking mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. I don't think Joe could fuck something up if he tried. Uh... Fuck you up. That's not what I meant. Yeah, he could. <laughs> I mean, he, could he wouldn't have to try though. That's the thing. That's man. true. That's true. I mean, what what the fuck am I gonna do to Samoa Joe? Yeah, I don't know. Sneeze in his general direction. Maybe. That'll teach him. I'll give you a cold, you bastard. You could you could uh, give me your herpes. I don't have herpes. Oh, crabs then. I don't have those anymore. Oh, well, that's good. Mm-hmm. Down by the beach. Just need a little comb. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, 
I don't know if that's true or not. I don't, I don't actually know. know how to get rid of God, guys. That would be the worst thing for me ever. Yeah, you've got a lot of hair. Yeah, I would be dead. I'd, have, I'd just be... Yeah. Um, you don't want them <clears> biting your clit? No, I don't want them biting my clit. My <laughs> clitty clit. Um, oh, uh, shit. <laughs> like, no one out there knows what we're talking about. <laughs> I barely know what we're talking about. Yeah. That old lady. I know. I remember it was that yeah. video we found. Yeah. I don't know. Probably Seth found. Seth found. It sounds like a Seth kind of thing. Um, what else happened on WWE? Uh, Becky Lynch was there. Becky Lynch was there. Ricochet won a fun Fatal Five way. I did hear that was a good fucking match. match. Yeah, yeah, I heard that was a good match. And yeah. he's the new number one contender for the United States Championship, which we'll talk about the once and wheels here a little mm-hmm. later on in the um, podcast. He cast. Yeah. The podcast. Uh, what else? What else? That's about it. Yeah. I think. Alexa yeah. Bliss had coffee again. Oh yeah, Alexa Bliss and Bailey. That was actually really fucking good. I heard that their segments were pretty dope. Everybody seemed to enjoy those this week. Yeah, the one on SmackDown was amazing. I saw Bailey in her jeans on SmackDown. That was pretty. Yeah, that's all the way live. Yeah, all the way live. From wherever they were this week, LA. Yeah, um, they were in LA. That was weird. Why were they shitting all over mm-hmm. the LA crowd all fucking night? It's like yeah. three times during SmackDown. Right. They yeah, shit no, on I LA, guess, and it's yeah, like I saw some people in the crowd were not happy. Like, what the fuck's wrong with LA, man? It's uh, fucking LA. Yeah. Oh, and we forgot about the twenty four seven championship. You forgot about the twenty four seven championship. Drake yeah. Maverick lost. Well, Drake Maverick won at first. That's true. He did win yeah. it before he lost it. He won it on SmackDown. Finally, he lost it today at his wedding. Mm-hmm. Today, recording day, Friday, yeah, Friday. Buds. Um. Yeah, and his wife's apparently pissed. Yeah. It's all. But she's pissed. Right. Um, so, yeah. It's fucking hilarious, But it's though. hilarious. And I guess I was reading, they they did the whole wedding and the exit and all that, and then they switched the pastor. And came back in. Came and back the... in with the camera, and then I did that. So, she got, like, her whole wedding, and then they filmed that out. I figured as much. Um, but see, look, here's a... That's how you tell a fucking good story. Right? They brought a full circle with him taking it back at the fucking wedding, which is exactly what should have fucking right? happened. I know. Carmella got married, and R-Truth took <laughs> the fucking title back. How is it? Like, and this is the only story <clears throat> you can get right is the fucking 24-7 one that happens on social media. Because the boys are doing it. Probably. That's what I've heard. And especially if R-Truth's involved, I mean... Yeah. He doesn't get the credit he deserves for what he can do in oh, the that. ring and for his wrestling knowledge. I mean, he does for me. I love... R-Truth was always my favorite. His feud with John Cena is still one of my favorite John Cena feuds ever. Like, Truth's so fucking good. dope. He's good in the ring. Mm-hmm. He makes everything work. Everything, everything they give to the guy, he mm-hmm. makes it work, no matter how fucking stupid. It's like going in the ring and pretend you're trying to win a ladder match, and once you climb the ladder, realize there's nothing up there to grab. And he does, and it fucking works. Right. He talked to an invisible child for a fucking year. <laughs> I mean, at least. And he made it work. <laughs> fucking little Jimmy. I mean, some yeah. guys are just like that. Yeah, Chris is. Jericho is one that can get anything mm-hmm. over. I'm pretty sure he got it. The word "it" over, like yeah. what the fuck? Right. And a list, but yeah, it was. The list a, is smart when you think about oh, it, yeah. though. Yeah, it's a good move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it seems like WWE's making some strides in the right direction. 
they can continue that, maybe I'll start watching in another month or two. But yeah. like this pay per view that they're building to, I don't give two mm-hmm. shits about because it's no, almost all fucking almost. rematches. Yeah. Uh, that that's the only re- like I turned in, I tuned in because I heard the first. I I was at work. I didn't get home till almost ten. Mm-hmm. So I read. I just jumped on. Like I want to see what's happening. If it sounds any good, I'll watch it. And people were saying that it was good, so I tuned in. On. I started playing the Ori and the Blind Forest instead. Okay, nice. It's good. It's fun. I mean, I was still playing Mega Man at the same time. I was time. just playing Ori. It's a good platformer. But, a lot of fun. Yeah, nice. Mm-hmm. Good times. Um, good times. Good times. What else? Um, I guess that's about it. Yeah. So I guess after that, we're going to talk about Superstar Billy Graham. Superstar Billy Graham. He's coming in at number 34 on the top 100 wrestler list as presented down here. by Bleach Report, I think, back in 2011. Yeah, something um, like that. 2012. How are we doing this? I don't know. My match was from 1977. Uh, mine was probably later than that. Yours was probably later than that, too. I guess I'll go first, then. Sure. My match was... Um, Superstar Billy Graham, yeah, the WWF champion, yeah, with the Grand Wizard, nice, taking on the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, mm-hmm. Madison Square Garden, October nineteen seventy-seven, for the WWF Championship in a Texas Death Match, nice. which basically just means no old sparred for you right. modern day buds out there. Uh, Dusty bladed, um, and then. Because of course he did. That's what Dusty yeah. does. He had to blade. It was a championship match. How could you have a championship match with Dusty Rhodes and no blood? Um, I, I never, I never really watched a lot of Billy Graham. And honestly, I didn't watch a lot of Dusty Rhodes matches. Like, mm-hmm. um, outside of his polka dot run in the WWE, no WWF. Mm-hmm. Um, this match was fucking awesome. Nice. Like, fucking awesome. Um, both guys, like, they just, they, they weren't, neither were the best technical wrestlers from what I saw in this match. Mm-hmm. Um, neither guy, like, was the best looking, although Billy Graham did have a good look in 77. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was nice, he was ripped, he was, you know, big fucking arms. Yeah. Uh, the blonde hair, the mm-hmm. bright clothes. I mean, he had a good look, but neither of these me, guys were like... To me, he always looked like if um, Jesse Ventura and Hulk Hogan had a had baby. Had a baby, yeah, that's a good way to put it. That's what but he, he always looked but like. But neither of these guys are, you know, a, a, a Rick Rude or no. even a Rick Martell at that point, right. you know? Rick Flair. Um, or Rick Flair, but... The Ricks. But what they lacked there, they both made up for in charisma and in mm-hmm. in ring psychology. They knew how to work the match. They knew how to work the crowd. And it worked. I was fucking on the edge of my seat for the whole match. Yes. It was for an old 70s match. That's amazing to say. But So the match, it started off as a wrestling match, more or less. Dusty mm-hmm. threw a bunch of elbows or some body slams, you know, some some uh, some holds. Wrestling. <laughs> Wrestling. Wrestling. Yeah. Um, until Dusty bladed, and then the mm-hmm. match really picked up. Nice. Uh, superstar Billy Graham um, got a rope from underneath, like a bull rope from underneath the ring, and was choking Dusty over it. 
And then Dusty like elbowed out of it and fought back and uh, hung Graham from the top rope with the rope, mm-hmm. the same bull rope that he was getting uh, choked with earlier. And then um, he finally like got him back in the ring and he had him in a sleeper hold and Dusty ended up elbowing him until he busted Graham open, um, which he actually cut himself after that because he fell mm-hmm. down and the camera focused on Dusty going out of the ring. But... Um, so Dusty gets the upper hand for a little while in the match, like a solid two and a half, three minutes, and he's just beating the shit out of Billy Graham, and he hits that big fucking bionic elbow, mm-hmm. and but he didn't get all of it, and he goes for the pin, and at one, Graham grabs the rope. Nice. But it's a Texas death match, and the ref keeps counting. Two, and he barely gets a shoulder up before nice. the three count. It was so good. Like it's it was, really good. It was so good. And then um and then like Dusty like is kinda like a little upset at the ref and he's also acting like he's a little woozy from, you know, the match that's been going on for like fifteen yeah. minutes at this point. Plus he's been bleeding since say, like about four or five minutes in. Not like, you know, a, a dusting amount of blood, but right. it was decent for for an old school match. It was mm-hmm. a decent amount of blood. He lost uh Graham's was nowhere near as much. But, um, yeah, because of the, that at the end there, it was just enough for superstar Billy Graham to uh, to pick up the quick, quick win. Mm-hmm. Um, Dusty kicks out, like, right after three and rolls over on top of Graham and just continues to beat the shit out of him. Nice. Um, the match was really cool. The blood was absolutely unnecessary. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of... Blood for the sake of blood. I like when it adds to a story, like when Austin passed out in the sharpshooter bleeding. Yeah. That's a good use of blood. Yeah. This was blood for blood's sake, and I'm not a big fan of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I told you earlier, but the funniest thing for me in this match was seeing Vince McMahon uh, not owning the wrestling promotion at this point, because his dad still owned it, because it was right. the WWF. Right. And he was just a ringside announcer and seeing him interview Dusty, like, with a fake smile. Like, you could tell Vince didn't want to be interviewing Dusty Rhodes just then. And uh, it was pretty funny. Um, Rating him is going to be a a problem. Yeah. It was really fucking good, but it's so different than, like, everything else on this list right now, except for my Bob Backlund match. Mm -hmm. That it's going to be hard, but honestly, I think he's going to... He's probably going to fall right there with Bob Backlund. Okay. Where'd you have Bob Backlund again? Um, Bob Backlund is debatable with Edge for me at this point. Okay. I feel like Backlund's a little bit better than Rey Mysterio, but I'm still between him and Edge for that spot, and I feel like Graham's going to fall right below there. Um, Maybe even below Mysterio. Maybe even Foley, honestly. But right there, mm-hmm. Foley Orton actually is where I'm going to put him at. Now that okay. I'm looking at it, I'm going to put superstar Billy Graham right in that same company as Randy Orton and Mick Foley. Okay. What's your match, BJ? Uh, mine was Billy Graham, superstar Billy Graham, not to be confused with a pastor. Because I first time I tried to Google or to search on YouTube, I kept getting Billy Graham, pastor, oh. and shit. I typed in superstar just... Yeah. Make sure that didn't happen. Right. I did the second. Well, that's not why I typed it in, but it did make sure it didn't happen. Right. So, um, there you go. But it was him versus Ken Patera in a blue steel cage match. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, so I watched a steel cage match last week, 
Yes. And we'll get to it in my next match. I watched a steel cage. To me, this was the worst of the three that I watched. Um, Because, yeah, I watched Rude in a steel cage last week. Yes, you did. And which sounded like a pretty good match. Which was a really fucking good match. Mm-hmm. This one was not as good. Uh, to me, Billy Graham looked bigger, kind of out of shape at this time. Um, the match was very slow for being in a steel cage. I got distracted a few times. Um, so I think this comes down to more so... Yeah, the age and the person that he was going against. Mm-hmm. Because from what it sounds like, when put with a great storyteller like Dusty, he can do something. But he's in here with Ken Patera, who, I mean, he was still on our list, but in the 90s. You right, know? right. So he's not a Dusty who we get up to here. I mean, he's in the top I was say, we haven't even talked about Dusty Roach yet. Exactly. So, so um... But yeah, this was not as fun. This was kind of boring. Um, so, like, I don't even remember. Oh, he won. Billy Graham won. Yes, he did. But I bet, other than that, I don't remember that much. There wasn't, I mean, it was a normal 1970s steel cage match. Yeah. It's what it was. I think, I think mine would have been more along that line had it been like, um, not a Texas death match, basically. Right. Uh, so I need to. I put him a little further back. I can understand. Like I think he's better than Kane, mm-hmm. but not as good as like Christian. Okay. Um. Yeah. So right around there, okay. like he'll probably get locked in. Cool. Our next round. Right on. So. Our next up. Um. Yeah. Actually, I, I recommend my match, buds. I would say go watch my match. Yeah, mine's passable. Um, birthday death day. Birthday death day. Not a lot of death anniversaries this coming up week. That's good. Uh, for the twenty fourth, we have Chris Benoit and Jackie Fargo, who we'll be talking about in future. Um, the twenty sixth, Buddy Rogers. Who's that? What's that? Uh, who's that? Jackie Fargo. Yeah. I don't know, but I hear the name a lot okay. related to old school wrestling, but I'm not familiar with him. Okay. Uh, Matt Bourne on the 28th and Matt Capitelli on the 29th. And that's actually it. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So a very short list this week. Right. And then for the birthdays, this birthdays. is a little bit of a longer birthdays. list. Uh, on the 23rd, we have uh, King Maxwell. Nice. Yeah, we turn him four. Uh, Billy Kay and Brandy Rhodes. On the 24th, Mark Haskins, uh, Jessamine Duke, Tiny Lister, and nice. Chicky Star. Uh, yes, I've even got Tiny Lister on my list. How dope yeah, is that? that is on the 25th, we have... Uh, what the fuck does that say? We have Layla, uh, Bobby oh. Blaze. Oh, I think that must be uh, Goto. Oh, nice. Dick to go. Nice. And then on the 26th, we have Matt Stryker, Larry Sharp, J.J. Dillon, and the aforementioned Jackie Fargo. Nice. Yeah, he uh, died in the same week that he was born. Years later, obviously. Uh, On the 27th, we have Kimberly and Dick the Bruiser. 
When you said later, I thought you meant like later, later, like it was some news that, like a news and no. rumor that you had. Oh, And no. that's why I was. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like, uh, oh, okay. Uh, on the 28th, we have Boris Malenko, father of Dean Malenko. Yeah. And then on the 29th, we have Cody, don't call nice. him Rhodes, um, sharing the same birthday week with his wife there, so that's nice. pretty cool. Colin Joust, who's now listed in professional wrestling stuff because of mm-hmm. WrestleMania. And Johnny Saint. Okay. This is my birthday yesterday. I was just going to say, BJ celebrated a it birthday. Was. I was told, I got yelled at. Oh, well, I didn't get yelled at. With a birthday party at, tomorrow. People said at work, they were like, why didn't you tell, uh, yeah, why didn't you tell us it was your birthday? I was like, because I don't care. Because I'm here to celebrate <laughs> being at work and getting paid, right. not my birth. Yeah, exactly. I'll do that with my friends and family. So, whatever. That's why I don't tell people at work. Like, I don't want a big deal made. I want to come in and do my job and go home. I don't want all the big deals. I don't want to have clean glitter and chill at my fucking desk. Like, I want to come in and sit down and do my job. And when it's done, I want to go home. Right. Exactly. So I can watch more wrestling with the buddies. Except they won't watch wrestling with me. Yeah. But I got some dope cake out of the deal. I like dope cake. That's the best kind of cake is dope cake. Yeah. It was like... Chocolate, chocolate, chocolate cake. Oh, that sounds like too much chocolates. So. Yeah, that's my favorite. I like it. Cheesecake's though. my favorite kind of cake. Yeah. Uh, yeah. News and rumors? I guess. I got like four. Okay. Or five. Uh, the Observer notes that WWE is keeping the mystery referee for Seth Rollins' Baron Corbin match at Stopping Grounds a secret until the last day of the show. It's going to be fucking Brock Lesnar. It's apparently to be to increase the interest in the show. Right. That's me. Okay. I couldn't tell. Uh, over here. It's also expected that that match will be the main event. Yeah. Watch it be Brock Lesnar. Hmm. That'd be hilarious. Uh, Meltzer Paul also... Heyman. Yeah. I could see Heyman. That'd be funny. Uh, Meltzer also noted that there were multiple wrestlers going by Junior and NXT. And when Vince McMahon found out, he made him get new names. Because apparently right. he hates Juniors. Junior. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, no. Our truth should be Our truth the referee. Junior. Oh, okay. No, he should be the referee. And then someone comes in and tries to pin him during the match. You can't, though. You can't lose it during a sanctioned match. That's already been established. But that's been established if he was wrestling, not it's, if he was the referee. fucking stupid. It should be a, all the time or not all the time. Pick one. Um, apparently the reason Rusev has been off of TV is because he asked for some time off. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, I saw him. He's posting pictures somewhere. I don't remember. I guess they're always posting pictures, but still. Somebody's posting pictures somewhere of something or another. Yeah. Like, all the fucking time. And then, um, something that I've seen come up just over and over and over and over again for news is uh-huh. how... Like, pretty badass and tough Dana Brooke is. Yeah. She apparently got busted up. Fuck, yeah. Fucked up for the main event. event taping. Yeah. Do they do that, like, before Raw? I think so. Typically? It's like the pre-show for Raw. Yeah. Did they do that when we were there? Or not because it was a WrestleMania week? Yeah, I don't know. Because I don't remember there being dark matches at Raw. I don't remember. When it's we so went. Um... I mean, I've seen them when I've gone to, like, Rawls before, but... But anyways, Dana anyway, Brooke is what we're supposed to be yeah, talking about. she got right? her face put into the new LED ring post. Mm-hmm. 
and bust it up pretty good. And they're going to turn it in. It looks like they had her cut some type of chromo. I didn't get to watch it yet, but it's going to turn into a thing. It seems like it, yeah. So good for her. I hope she gets a nice little push. I actually just listened to an interview with her and Lillian Garcia from... Mm-hmm. Right around WrestleMania time. It yeah. was... um. At the same time, she came out and challenged Ronda or whatever. It was shortly okay. after that, so on the Build to Mania or whatnot. Right. And it was actually a really good interview. I really nice. enjoyed listening to Dana Brooke. Yeah, she's from Cleveland, too. Mm-hmm. Ohio. Yeah. And then um, the last thing I have is uh, Dean Ambrose in an interview with New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, talking about... Um, changing his look that he wanted to do it and WWE wearing the jeans and stuff was a way to stick out and look different from all the other wrestlers. But he said, uh, this is quoting, honestly, it sucks. They're hot, sweaty, hard to move in. I'm done wrestling in jeans. It's so much easier to wrestle in tights. Yeah, I bet. It has to be. I wouldn't want to fucking wrestle in jeans. Fuck no. I'll fight you in jeans, but I'm not going to wrestle. Right. So yeah, that's, uh, that's what you got. That's what I got. Oh, right. Um, I actually I did have one other thing I wanted to talk about, and okay. this this actually is a little sadder, not super sad, but um, Nikki Bella, uh, yeah, apparently is done and has to hang it up. Yes, and it sucked because at the end of her, not this last tiny little run that her and Brie made, but her last mm-hmm. real run when you know the women's championship first came aboard and they had all the fact, like she was starting to show some promise and. Yeah. You never want to see any wrestler mm-hmm. have to give up their career due to injury, yeah. but apparently she, I didn't see what happened that's causing her uh, to stop. She has but... another, so like she had surgery on her neck before, right? And she ruptured the disc above where she has the pins already. Oh, yeah, yeah, that sounds not super good at all. And then she also has a cyst on her brain. Ooh, yeah. Fuck so that. that. Yeah, so she's done. That sucks. Mm-hmm. But she had a good match to go out on. Her last match was against Ronda at the main event of Evolution. Right, like, right. That's a pretty damn Yeah, good that's game. a good one to hang your hat on. Yeah. Absolutely. What else you got um, for us on the news and rumor front, Mr. BJ? So, Mike and Maria Canellis apparently have signed a new multi-year deal mm-hmm. with WWE. Yes, so they did. Time for another baby, I guess. Um, <laughs> we can only hope. Yeah. No, I'd rather them be on TV. But... Uh, me yeah. too and oh the top comment on Reddit, Reddit got me with this Mike Canellis is that co-worker that always complains about his job and says he, he's gonna quit but he never does nice and he is but you know yeah um WWE and Netflix are gonna be making a movie together and it is going to star Kofi Kingston and Seth Carr, Tachina Arnold, some other people, The Miz and Sheamus. So I know who three of those people you named are. Yeah, it's going to be called The Main Event. Um, Starring Daryl Gunks. It follows an 11-year-old aspiring wrestler who, after discovering a magical mask, enters a competition to become the next WWE superstar. He's not old enough. So it sounds like PG, but I'll watch it because it's got Kofi, so that's dope. Um, I'm just going to watch Miley and me again. You really just need to watch. Have you watched Fighting With Your Family yet? No. You still need to watch that. I'm it's watching really Toy Story 4 first. So. Yeah. Well, Fighting With Family is on. It's on video now. 
So you can like rent it on digital. Um, EC3 launched his own t-shirt company, which is pretty dope. That is neat. Good for him. Um, What's special about his t-shirt company from the other t-shirt companies? uh, Other than that, it's owned by EC3. It's owned by EC3. Okay. That's about it. Just curious. Basically, you give him something to print. You have to buy like a hundred shirts or something. So, yeah. A hundred shirts. And with a black t-shirt, it's four twenty-five, and a white t-shirt is three seventy-five. And that's but you got to buy a hundred. But you got to buy a hundred. It's pretty cheap. Yeah, it really is. Five bucks for a t-shirt, like yeah, fuck. We should do that. I mean, like I thought the pro wrestling tees route was better to go because you don't have to buy any. You can buy four if you want. Right. It doesn't matter. They print them on demand. But then we have to deal with selling them ourselves. That's true. Or we just split them in half 50-50 and have Bud's watch wrestling shirts for the rest of our lives. For fucking ever. I mean, that would be actually pretty dope, too. I wouldn't bitch about that. All right, sorry. What else you got for news and rumors? Uh, for the first time S- ever, the, S- for the S- first time ever, the ESPYs are... I saw this. Had the category related to WWE, and mm-hmm. it's going to be the best WWE moment. Yes. The four things to vote for is between Ronda Rousey winning her first title at SummerSlam, mm-hmm. Kofi Ken- Kingston winning the title, mm-hmm. Becky Lynch uh, at 35, mm-hmm. and, or WrestleMania, and then Roman Reigns' Roman Reigns. return. So, I would pick I mean, Becky's WrestleMania to win. Yeah. I Roman, think I think Roman's going to win, though. I mean, I'm mean, i okay with that one, too, because how do you say no to Roman coming back? Exactly. So... <laughs> do beat cancer but I think you know bless you oh, I think thank you. I, I think the women main eventing Wrestlemania 35 on the bigger picture mm-hmm. is a bigger deal than one guy beating cancer I'm not saying it's not a big deal because it's obviously a very huge deal I mean somebody mm-hmm. beat fucking cancer fuck cancer right but yeah I don't know maybe it's just me someone said it, yeah people beat cancer all the time Kofi Kingston's the first African-born WWE champion. Right. Becky Lynch is the first woman to to win a headlining WrestleMania match. Right. But still. It's still a good... Yeah. Either way. But you're right. It's not like it's like, oh, well, Roman beating Kansas shouldn't win. Like, you can't really make that argument either because it's a dude... Again, it's a dude that fucking beat Kansas. Right. Right. What else you got for us, BJ? According to one of our most reliable sources, WWE is going to boost ticket sales for Stomping Ground by adding an Undertaker-Goldberg ladder match. That's all that on kayfabe, yeah. Yeah, no, that's kayfabe. But yeah. that one got me, <laughs> honestly, for a second. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And then, because... And then you realize that they weren't fucking kidding me. you, right? It wouldn't surprise me either, which is sad. Um, they are planning... Um, Who's they? Actually, hold on. Pronouns, pal. I'm going to get to that because I'm going to get all the WWE stuff out first. Um, apparently, Lars Sullivan is out for six to eight months Talks with him. his injury. So, um, And also, the next Saudi Arabia show is scheduled for November 1st of cool. this year. Cool. Uh, fun thing about that is it's on a Friday after the Fox deal starts. Oh. So that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, they're trying to get the Saudis to want to move it to like the next day or later, but they really want it on Friday. So 
We'll see what happens. Um, might be a split squad. Someone mentioned that doing all women's SmackDown in response to, I guess, <laughs> instead of doing an evolution this year. I, I did see they're not doing an evolution this year. Right, they are not. I did see that. Which is stupid. I, it was a good show. I know. I really liked it. I mean, it. it wasn't like the best wrestling show I've ever seen, but... I mean, it was solid all the way around. Mm-hmm. Even like the stupid cringy stuff was cringy in a good way. Right. Because there is such thing as good cringe. Mm-hmm. It's just... I don't know. Cringe is one of those harder ones I don't even deal with because it's a fine line between good and bad. Like, it's really easy for good cringe to just become cringe. Nobody wants that. Um, What else you got for us, BJ? Apparently, Bobby Eaton, beautiful Bobby Eaton, was in the hospital this week. At first, they thought he was a heart attack. Mm -hmm. Apparently, it was not. He's just, he's had had congestive heart failure and he was just getting... More meds and stuff, so he's getting better. And good, about to get out. Glad to hear. Um, That's good news. Just a couple of things for AEW. I think okay. we announced it last week. Uh, I think, but yeah, the Fighter Fest mm-hmm. and the Fight for the Fallen shows yes. are going to be both free on Bleacher Report. Yes, that's pretty dope. Yeah, and they signed with IWTV in the UK to do them there. Yep. That just happened, like, today or yesterday. I think it was yesterday, because um, I saw it early this morning. Yeah, I can't remember. But, um, yeah, that's yeah, all. so that's good. I mean, I mean, like, I'd be willing to pay for it. I mean, we pay for yeah. double or nothing, but I'm not going to be upset that right. it's free either, so. Right. I'm... Like, since they're supposed to be smaller shows, I wouldn't want to pay... Yeah, I don't want to pay 50 bucks again for it. I'd pay 25 for yeah. it. I'll pay 50 bucks for three or four times a year. Yeah, for your big shows, yeah. yeah. You do three or four big you ones. Know, double or nothing, all out, whatever. Whatever you know, that becomes after this year. Two. Yeah. Because I don't see him keeping it all out. No, but I see him keeping Chicago that weekend. Um... They also, uh, it is apparently going to happen that the women's title is going to be un- unveiled mm-hmm. at All Out. Yes. The same way that, like, the men's was. Yeah. Uh, I hope they get Medusa. Yeah. That'd be dope. But then, um, and then they also said, I don't know if you've got this, but they also, uh, Tony Khan confirmed yeah, that they'll be doing a tag team tournament. Yes. For the tag team championships starting at the Fighter Fest, I believe. Or is that no, the that's Fighter for Fighter? the TV. Okay. Yeah. That's for the TV taping. Yes. Okay. Because so that's after do, all out. Then. Well, they're doing so either at Fighter Fest or Fight for the Fallen. They're doing, or I think they're going to do something at each. So Fighter Fest right now they have it booked. There's a battle royal that the winner gets a chance at the first round by in the okay. tag team championship. Gotcha. So then I'm going to guess at Fight for the Fallen they're going to do something else who also gets a chance for a first round buy. Which makes sense. And then at all out, those two teams to see gets the first round buy. Gets the first right. round buy. See who actually gets it. And hmm. then they'll start the, it on TV. In TV they'll but, start the tournament. Yeah, I'm excited to see what those belts look like. Mm-hmm. Their main championship, their men's is yeah. very nice looking. And he also said he wants to do a women's tag team eventually yeah. too. That's so. gonna be fun. Yeah, I'm excited. I like, Me too. Um, I mean, that whole podcast was good. It gave us, yes, a, it was. I think, it gave us a lot of information on what we're going to see and oh, what he wants. A lot of insight products. into what they're doing and what and they're I, planning. Yeah. And I like the idea of the branching out 
that they're going to do. Me too. Like, um, you know, the fact, the way he talked up Fight for the Fallen and Fighter Fest, you know, Fighter Fest, if you buds out there don't know, it's, was this gaming festival that Kenny started kind of last year. And now he's bringing it together with AEW because it was his, like his passion project and that's what I like that he's letting the wrestlers do the these their, things yeah. that they're passionate about. Right. But what and also like just genius opportunity is I don't mm-hmm. know very many people that like wrestling that don't also like video games. Right. Like those two things. Right. They're like But there is a lot of people that like video games that don't like wrestling. Don't like wrestling. So what a great opportunity to expand to your base yeah. because you already have a common interest or between a large population of people that fell out of it. Right. right. I've been telling some people that, you know, I know that fell out at the end of the Attitude Era. Like, mm-hmm. now's the time to start getting back in with this AEW right. stuff. I think it's going to have what you're looking for. Because mm-hmm. if you think about it, and we'll do this real quick before we end some rumors here, is that mm-hmm. back in the day when we were kids, I mean, like legit kids, it yeah. was, you had WWE, which is, yeah. it wasn't called that yet, but it was sports entertainment. It mm-hmm. always has been since the 90s. Mm-hmm. It's been sports, since Vince McMahon took over, oh, yeah. it's been sports entertainment. Versus WCW, which was professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. And then WCW crossed that line into sports entertainment, went out of business because they weren't a sports entertainment company. They were right. a professional wrestling company right. owned by a TV and internet company that didn't know shit about professional wrestling. And right. now it's just... AEW is already sports entertainment out the gate. Mm-hmm. So Correct. it's not like they're trying to change what they are to be the other guy. Yeah. So yeah, that's I'm excited. I am so I am. excited for the potential that AEW has because God, I would love to feel that passion about wrestling again. I mean, like, I felt I felt it last year. I mean, when we went to all to all in, there there was that just that it was that big fight feel, and you like, knew it was something felt. special. Right. They were right. It, I mean, look yeah. at what it is. Oh, now. We said it a million times <laughs> that weekend. Like we're like, this just feels. Like something, like something big, big, and it was. It was sweet. Yeah. It was too sweet, and it was. It was dope. It was. Uh, wants and wills for stomping ground, BJ. Stomping ground. Yeah, you got stomp, the card. Stomp, stomp, stomp. We got stomp, a little stomp, new, uh, stomp, stomp, new feature stomp, stomp, that we were gonna call Vince picks that we're adding here. Mm-hmm. BJ sent me this really funny Venn diagram of how Vince picks winners of matches. Yeah. And we have used it to pick all the winners in the matches for Vince's picks to go along with the wants and wills for BJ and all. Yeah, I forget. Someone posted it on the Rasslin subreddit. So, um, go look for it, but yeah, Go look for it. it. But yeah, it goes through and just... We're going to do it. We'll do it for, for two. I say we do it for okay. the women's match. Okay. For one of the women's matches and then one of the men's main matches. Okay. I don't care which one's. Um, just... Because then we get both of them. Because is a is a woman in the match part of the is one of the questions that separates the branches, so we can get right. different stuffs. Yeah. Okay. But um, man, you got the card, so. So, mostly I I don't see I don't know if anything was announced as for sure on the kickoff show, but if anything, the cruiserweight championship, mm-hmm. uh, triple threat: Tony Nese, Drew Gulak, and Akira. Tazawa. Yes, I think Nice is going to keep it, but I want Gulak to win. Um, yeah, same. I don't want Nice to hold it anymore, but I think he's going to. Me too. They're going to have. I don't think. My thing is, I don't think they're going to give it to one of these two guys. But yeah, I, you know. I I don't know. They've been. 
I know you haven't been watching him, but Gulak's been featured in the storyline for a while now. So, yeah. and I feel like they're pushing him to something. I just right. don't know what that something is yet. So, this might be what they were pushing him towards. Mm-hmm. I feel like his his character change would make him a nice hill champion as a transitional into your next baby face. Which, if it's not Umberto Carrillo, I don't know who. Right. I don't know who That's else they got to push right now as a face outside of Umberto as a new face. No one. They need that. They need to bolster the 205 roster a little, a little bit. bit. And with somebody other than Noam Dar, nothing against Noam Dar. I like mm-hmm. him. It's just he's the only surprise anymore. Yeah. He shows up occasionally. Well, it's because he's over in the UK most of the time. He had that, that really show. funny fucking backstage segment this week on 205 where mm-hmm. he was pretending to be wherever the fuck he was. <laughs> right. Yeah. I and can't. Brian Kendrick came looking for his jacket to go to his match and then was like, well, I got to fly back because I got a match in a couple minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, it was really funny. That was probably the best, funniest segment all week. Yeah. Um, so, I'm uh, right. sorry. So, what's the next match? Uh, tag team action. Big E and Xavier Woods, two-thirds of the new day, versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I am taking Owens and Zayn for both. Yep. Once and Wills. Me too. Nice. Me too. Uh, SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Daniel Bryan. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Vince's picks. Vince picked Gulak. Vince. Oh, yeah. And then Vince he also Gulak. he yeah. also picked Owens and Zayn. Sorry. Correct. Yes. yes. So now the next match. Sorry. Now we're on track. Yes. Good. It's new. I That's forgot. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we forget new things. Yeah. SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Daniel Bryan and Rowan uh, versus Heavy Machinery. I want Heavy Machinery, but I think Bryan and Rowan are going to retain. Um, I think Bryan and Rowan are going to retain. I want Brian and Rowan too. Okay. I think it's too early for heavy machinery. There's going to be some shenanigans and I or something. Gotcha. Vince also picked. Plus, I really Brian like those Rowan, two as so. the title holders. I do I like really, them together. I do. I really want them to do hemp ones of these next. That'd be fun, right? They're not going to do them for tag belts though. No. Because it's Vince. So. They can't even spend money on real entrance things for anybody or for Titantron things for people anymore. Yeah, but did you see how much they were selling those replicas for? Mm-mm. More than the normal ones. I mean, it probably was more to make, too, yeah. honestly. So, I mean, fuck it. If he can make money off of it, why not do it? It's true. Just saying. I mean, he can make money off putting wrestlers on his TV show yeah, so true. they can make him money, but he doesn't, so... And he's got to pay them more, too. Uh... Did we say who Vince want picked? Brian and Rowan. Okay. Uh, I don't know, so there it is. Yep. Samoa Joe versus Ricochet for the U.S. Championship. This one's tough. I want both guys to win. Right. I I want Joe. Yeah. And I think Joe's going to. Same here. Retain. I want Ricochet to chase it for a little bit. Like, I wanted them to be... I wanted him to get story. it eventually, yes. Yeah. I wanted him to get it three months down the road from now. Yeah, two months down that. the road from now. Yeah, not this pay-per-view. Right. I mean, probably not the next one. Um, eliminate... Not eliminate. Extreme Rules, is that next? Yeah. yeah. I think. Uh, and then uh, Vince picked Ricochet for that one. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. Um... 
I want Drew. I think Roman's going to win, though. I also want Drew. Just because I don't... He just lost to Shane at Saudi Shakedown or whatever the fuck they called it this time around. So I don't see Roman losing two pay-per-views in a row. I just don't see Roman losing two pay-per-views in a row. I'm... I'm going to pick Drew. Or, I'm sorry, two WrestleMania equivalent shows in a row. You're going to take Drew? I'm going to take Drew. I think Drew needs to win this. Vince took Drew, so... I think Drew needs to win this. Okay. Feud. Okay. Like... Fair enough. Because he needs to be in the title picture. Roman doesn't right now. He can get there a different way. Gotcha. But I think beating... Roman beating... Or Drew beating Roman... Puts him there. Puts him there. And then you can have Baron Corbin done with Seth Rollins and work towards Drew and Seth at SummerSlam. I don't think they're thinking that far ahead, so I think you have more faith in them than I do. I think they have. I do think they have plans for Drew. Fair enough. I really. Do. I hope so. He deserves. Them. I mean, they're putting him with Shane. Guys, but... I mean, they're putting him with Shane. They have to have something with him. Um, <laughs> Next up should be the so... uh, SmackDown Women's Championship. Yep. Bailey and Alexa Bliss. Mm-hmm. Um, God, I I'm taking Bailey for both, once and Willis. I do want to see Bailey yeah, keep it. I do too. She's been she's been really good on this. This run. is this has been her best run since she came to the main roster. Yes, and I, I want to see. And it. I it's don't want it. Yes, I don't want it to end yet. And there's plenty um, more people for her to feud with on that roster. Yes. Vince took Alexa Bliss um, for that one, so. Yeah. Uh, Alright, we're going to do the Vince pick? Yeah, this one. is going to be a good Vince pick. We'll do it all the way through. The match is, what, Charlotte versus Lacey Evans. No, Becky. Sorry. Becky yes. versus Lacey Sorry. Evans. So, is it a woman's match? Yes. Is there a blonde in the match? Well, you should start it from the beginning. So the bugs know what it is. Oh, Okay. I guess so. I mean, I was just starting from there. But all right. Is Triple H in the match? Uh, no. Is Brock Lesnar in the match? No. Is Shane in the match? No. Is it a woman's match? Yes. Is there a blonde in the match? Yes. How many? One. The blonde wins. Yep. So Vince took Lacey Evans. Vince took Lacey Evans. I think, I want Becky. I want Becky. And, yeah. I think she is too. I think she is. She's still hot. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, and then uh, WWE. All right, Kofi versus Dolph. Steel Cage. Kofi for both. Me too. For me. Me too. Vince took Dolph. Right, we'll see. And then... And then we can do... Yeah, we'll do it here. Let me write down your Kofi picks here. And then for the final match and what will probably be the main event, Seth Rollins defending the Universal Championship against Baron Corbin. Mm-hmm. Is Triple H in the match? Nope. Is Lesnar in the match? Nope. Is Shane McMahon in the match? Nope. Is there an open spot? We skip that one because that one just takes you back in the same circle of Lesnar. Yeah. Uh, is it a woman's match? Uh, no. Um, is anyone in the match over 300 pounds? No. Are the WWE pushing any of them? Yes. Wait, really? Baron Corbin. Yeah. That's the... Yes. I know. Yes. Uh, whoever lost last time wins this time. Okay. Baron so Corbin, Baron Corbin takes. Yeah. I'm taking Seth for both. <laughs> oh yeah totally I hope so I mean I could see Baron winning this one I really could 
Oh, I could too. I don't know why they love him so much, but man, they do. I think, I mean, he wins if Lesnar cashes in. Yeah. I think. Well, yeah, that's the only way I see him winning is Lesnar cashing in. That way they can do Lesnar and Rollins again. Right. Yep. And that takes us to number 33 in the top 100 countdown, Jerry the King Waller. I guess since I went first last time, you can go first this time, BJ. I watched Jerry the King Waller versus... Uh, not Macho Man, Randy Savage, uh, from some organization, very janky, <laughs> uh, because they had the fucking shittiest steel cage I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. So bad. So bad. It was like two by fours tied together with ropes. And, like, different sizes of, like, chicken wire and fencing tied to it. It was the fucking horrible. (laughs) And it looked like every time they ran into it that they were going to knock the whole thing onto the crowd. And someone was going to die getting smashed by this fucking cage. It was fucking ridiculous. (laughs) Uh, As for the match itself, I really enjoyed the match. Um, Mm -hmm. And honestly, the steel cage... Or the cage... I don't want to say steel. The aluminum cage. Aluminum yeah, wood. Yeah, that's pretty much nylon aluminum. cage. Uh, but um, I thought that added to the match just because it was so shitty and the movements of the cage really built some like suspense. Mm-hmm. And it looked like it hurt because it was fucking chicken shitty. wire and two by fours and yeah. Um, but they beat the fuck out of each other through this match. I liked it. Um, Macho Man, it was another one of those moments that you could tell both men in the ring were amazing at what they do, and that, because, like, this was, you know, a really early on Macho Man match, and you could just see that glimmer of stardom Mm -hmm. from Macho Man even this early. Oh, yeah. And this was, you know, late 70s, early 80s. He, um, and... Yeah, but it was really good. Um, obviously, Lawler was not as good as Macho Man, but I mean, his selling was spot on. Uh, the one pinfall attempt with the real close count to three, um, that was really good when he got his foot on the ropes in the cage match, but right, whatever. Uh, but it was fun. Um, yeah, I'm going to put... Said, I think Lawler, like, knows how to tell a story. Yeah. Obviously, he's was one of the first people to bring wrestling to mainstream mm-hmm. ever. Yeah, he was. Um, which is very much a part of the reason he's as high up as he is Absolutely. in the first place. But, um, I mean, his wrestling still held on. And, you know, he's one of the greatest commentators of all times. Yeah. And, I mean, dude has it all. And... He's a good drawer, too. He is a good drawer. Um, he makes drawings. Yeah. <laughs> good drawings. Yeah. Some good caricatures and whatnot. Cheeky bum lookers. Cheeky bum lookers. Lookers. <laughs> lickers. Lickers. <laughs> yes. I don't think he ever called them liquor, butt lickers. He might have. Right. Look at my fingers. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. So, on this list, um, I mean, I think he's better than McFoley and Scott Hall. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he's as good as Randy Orton, though. See, I mean, he's different than that because I think Foley's better than Orton, but right, yeah. right. Okay, so I'm gonna put him in between there somewhere. 
right around that. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to start off by saying ditto. That's yeah. exactly where Jerry Lawler's going to match is going to fall on mine. Mm-hmm. I had the upper hand of not only watching my matches, but I watched both of BJ's matches too. Yeah, that's true. And I can I agree, forgot. his assessment of both of those matches were pretty spot on. Yeah. His Jerry Lawler Macho Man match was a, was a it was a better match than mm-hmm. mine as far as a wrestling match goes, but yeah. my match was more fun. Right. I watched Jerry Lawler versus Terry Funk from April 25th, 1981 in an empty arena match. The match was like, yes. if you cut out the entrance, the interview mm-hmm. with Terry Funk at the beginning, it was like six and a half minutes. Yeah. Like, it wasn't very long. Okay. But mm-hmm. they end up fighting out of the ring. They're immediately out into the chairs. Mm-hmm. There's like They're like two at a time, like attached to each other. Um... Lawler gets the upper hand once they get out in the chairs and just throwing Funk into him and scattering and knocking him down everywhere. Funk gets away from him. Oh, no, sorry. He gets cut open what looked like the hard way to me. I'm pretty sure he got busted open on accident by one of the chairs, but he's starting to bleed a little bit from the head. Um, Terry Funk gets a sign and like tears it's like on a post like signifying like this is section C or whatever uh-huh. and he like breaks off the metal sign part of it so it's kind of like a cookie sheet or something and he's busting... Jerry Lawler with it and uses it to get the upper hand. Then he fucking pile drives Lawler on the concrete floor, dude. Fucking brutal. Brutal. Um, Funk's trying to get Lawler to say I quit, but Lawler just wouldn't say it. Um, Terry Funk then breaks, like he gets a, I don't know, a a wooden something from underneath the ring. I couldn't quite see Mm -hmm. it. And he breaks off like a stake, like a fucking driving a wooden stake through a vampire's heart fucking stake. Drags Lawler back into the ring and is like trying to gouge his fucking eyeball out with it from like a sleeper hole kind of move and like gouging it in at the same time. So Lawler's like trying to fight him off. He finally like kind of gets him and tosses him over. Lawler gets to his feet first and he just like kicks at fucking Funk and busts him right in the fucking eye. And then Terry Funk's screaming like fucking Mick Foley. If you remember, he used to like do like the. He's like just screaming like, I can't fucking see. I need a fucking doctor. I can't fucking see. I'm like, is this fucking real? What the fuck's going on? Oh my god. And it was fucking amazing. That's great. Fucking amazing. That's how the match ended. That's fucking good. Fucking awesome. Oh my god. It was fucking awesome, guys. That's dope. Yeah, go watch the match. It was it was so good. Yeah, for only six minutes. That's yeah. Yeah, like they packed that much, like so you know it was not a lot of rest holds and shit. Mm-hmm. It was nonstop, like awesome. it was so good. Nice. Terry Funk's interview beforehand was really fucking phenomenal as well. Um mm-hmm. Oh man, it was so much fun, yeah. Then just that brutal fucking kick from Lawler into his eye, like I legit I rewound it and legit thought Terry Funk had his eye kicked out. Like it was brutal. Lawler actually grabbed the stake and was going to come after him, and the ref's, like, stopping him, like, no, like, this is fucking real. You knocked his fucking eye out. Like, get the fuck back. And I'm like, is he really fucking hurt? Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. It was awesome. Nice. Awesome. Um, can I tell you what the match did for me that I didn't expect? Hmm. Made me understand why Terry Funk is spoke of so highly. Because I know Terry Funk from his WWE stuff mostly, where he's Chainsaw Charlie or whatever the fuck he was doing in the nineties. Mm-hmm. You know, thirty years out of his prime, not quite as good as what he was doing back here with Jerry Lawler. Like, yeah, just yeah. fucking oh, it was fantastic. Nice, yeah. Uh, <sighs> Anything else this week, BJ? No, we went a little long, but that's fine. Uh, 
Well, next week we have um, yep. Bruno San Martino at 32 and Larry Zabisco at 31. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Yeah, Bruno, I've seen tons of his matches. Yeah. So I'll just pick right. another Bruno match and watch it. I have it. not seen But Larry Zabisco, I know mostly as a ring announcer exactly. from his WCW days. Yeah. More so than, you know. Anything, yeah. I know he was a legend in the ring. Oh, yeah. Now we get to find out why. Yeah. Should be fun. So tune in next time, buds. And, and yeah. uh, why don't we talk about those matches along with everything else going on in wrestling. And who right. knows, maybe even my dingy. Yeah, his dingling. You never know. My ding No, my dingy doo-doo. My ding a I want you to play with my ding Sorry, but I'm not going to. And I'm going to end this podcast, and then I'm going to go eat my pizza. Right. Pizza, pizza. Right. It's not where it's from. We got to tell them our Twitter shit. Yeah, tell us, Twitter what, shit. tell us what Jerry Lawler match you watched. You can hit us up at... Buds WW yeah. on the Twitter. Yeah. You can get me at D-A-R-R-E-L-L underscore G-U-N-S. Daryl Guns. And you can get me at Beach 2004 That's B-W-E-J-2-0-0-4. Leave us a, a five-star review. Right. Leave us some comments. Are they five stars? You can leave us five stars. You should leave You us. should leave We are we a five-star podcast. I feel, I feel like we're a five-star podcast. I'm pretty sure that we have... Uh, one rating and it is in fact five stars oh, yeah, on see? Apple Podcasts. So, yeah. there you good go. thing you can tell your, your friends, shit. your enemies. Is it? Is it you? Is what me? The like? No, I don't have iTunes. Me either. iPhone stuff. Oh, well, that's dope. Because it's not me either. I don't remember the name. I read it off on the podcast. Oh, did you? When it happened forever mm-hmm. ago, but yeah, it was a long time ago, dude. Okay, that was early in season one. Like we didn't even live here yet. Oh, yeah. But yeah, uh, until next time, that's BJ over there. Boone to this girl over there. Peace out, guys. See you. Bye. 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 This is a sound check. I don't is care it? who you are. I don't give a shit. It would be funny if Rock Cash had a stomping ground. Right. Fucking stomping grounds. You know where you should catch in? All out. Yep, I can agree with that. If you showed up and cracked cast in on Hangman Page. Mm-hmm. It would be. Fuck that you Yeah. I would watch that too. Yeah. And he needs Jericho for the AEW Championship. We are going to be there. It's going to be a fucking expensive trip, but it's going to be worth it. Still cheaper mania. It's true. It's the way I'm looking at it. It's way closer. Way closer, way cheaper. <coughs> Plus I like that area. That Sean yeah. Bird yeah. area nice. that we were in. Yeah, it was alright. Really mm-hmm. Some good restaurants. Really good restaurants. And then That's these so places we didn't get to check out last time we, we can check out. out. Mm-hmm. And I want to go back to the burger place for sure. Yeah. I like that place a lot. Metal burger place. It was good. I like a good burger. I, forget what it's I don't remember what it's called either, but they had burgers that were all like heavy metal themed. Mm-hmm. And in case you buds don't know, because you probably don't, Daryl Guns is all about some heavy metals. Yeah. He's all about that bass. That's true. That's true. I do like the bass. Yeah. That's why I play the bass. Yeah. Someone's selling one currently, but they spelled it B A S E guitar, and I'm like, 
but it's beginner's one, so it kind of is also a bass guitar. Like, it's the basis of models you can get, so he's not wrong, but he is at the same time. It could have also been a she. I don't know if it was a he. You should get a standard bass. If they weren't, like, two grand, I would. That's what I say about a very sags, too. Like a decent one's two grand. I don't yeah. have two grand to just drop on standard bass. I wish. I wish. I'd have to learn how to play it, but it'd be worth it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, all day, every day. The sound is just so good. Yeah. And I'll learn so how to, good. I'll so learn good. How to play so the jug. good. We can sit on your porch. Yeah. The jug, jug and the stand up bass. <laughs> Nathan can come over and tap Bongo. on a box, yeah. You yeah. can sit on one of those right. drum boxes that you just... There we go. Bongo the box that you're sitting on. Yeah. It's like your drums and your drum stool at the same time. Be amazing. Drum throne. They're thrones, not stools. Yeah. This is the longest sound check. This is the longest sound check ever. It's the longest we've done, at least. I don't know if it's the yeah. longest ever. But Buzz don't even deserve us. Those fuckers. They don't. We've given them almost three minutes of sound check. Actually, what's funny is we've done the sound check for so long that our music's done, and the sound check's still going. That usually just happens at the beginning part of our song. Right. Like, the music's already over, man. Yeah, of course. Because we talk. Yeah. Lot. Well, I guess it wasn't the sound check. Like, Whatever. we do every episode with... Okay.